0: my darlings i hope you've had a productive week and are now ready to enjoy your weekend hopefully with minimal chores to take care of your life admin and such i am so sorry that today's episode is a little bit of a bummer because it is an update um, from Serose of the June and Juice couple. Just talking about, you know, what led to the breakup. Allegations that her ex-partner, Gohan, uh, has basically hold against her online. In my opinion, you know what? <laughs> Let me keep my opinion to myself. But your girl, Serose um gave an update. 44 minutes long. It was really kind of hard to watch. But, you know, Black women, we're always going to do the best we can with whatever hand we're dealt with. But... Honestly, guys, I encourage you to please move with kindness when you're dealing with this couple and remember that we do not have all of the details and we're not part of the relationship, but here is Sir update about why they broke up and she also addresses Gohan's accusations of her abusing him. I would rather my listeners who are in this community are aware of pitfalls that might occur and maybe her story helps you navigate a bit better in the future with your Asian partner. Here's Sarah's story about why she and her ex-partner broke up, why Jin and juice is no more.
1: Hi guys. Um, so I have kind of I've kind of been going back and forth a lot, um, trying to decide whether or not I should film this video. And I just wanted to preface that this is really not something that I was trying to do, um, and that I'm really still not interested in an internet war um, regarding private matters of um, our relationship. And I wasn't interested in exploiting anybody's trauma. Um, But it's just gotten to the point where I feel like I need to come forward with my story and what happened to me. And I did want to thank you guys for being so supportive and giving me the time to come forward with my story. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I loved Gohan and I wanted to protect him. But seeing as how he had so little regard for me and my children in the situation, um, he's pretty much left me with no choice but to come forward and come here and explain what happened to me. And I'm gonna explain from the beginning. I'm really sorry. I'm gonna to try to compose myself, guys. Uh, hopefully my side of the story will help fill in some of those holes. Gohan mentioned in his video that he suffered from PTSD and codependency due to reasons that he did not want to disclose. I feel the reason he did not want to disclose certain information is because it was contradictory to the narrative that he was trying to create. Gohan suffered from PTSD and codependency due to abuse that he had suffered at the hands of his father. So this is all stuff that I had been hearing from Gohan. It was childhood abuse. And um, he mentioned to me on multiple occasions that his dad had sent him to the hospital. And when Gohan and I first met, one of the things that he mentioned to me was how much he hated his family and how much he wanted to escape from them. I remember on one particular instance, we were at gohan's house we were just hanging out and his dad was there and he went over to his dad and he asked him for some money i was in his room and i don't think that his dad noticed i was there um and he had started yelling at gohan so i like kind of peeked my head out the door and his demeanor totally changed miljan came back into the room and he locked the doors and we were in there for the rest of the day and i remember him looking terrified at night his mom came and knocked on the door she handed him two hundred dollars she said your dad is mad Take this, get out, go on a date, go spend the night at a hotel and never ask him for money again. This was the first of many red flags. And his mother and I often had conversations where she would inform me that both of her sons were scared of their father. And they referred to their beatings, like the beatings that he would give them as education. Although Gohan had told me about his abuse, I unfortunately had to find out about the side effects um, that it had on him the hard way. I remember multiple instances where Gohan and I would be having disagreements and then he would immediately just like start slapping himself. I'd never witnessed anything like that before, and I was super confused. I didn't say anything the first couple times that it had happened because I thought that it was some sort of manipulation tactic just when he was wanting to end conversation. But one day I got really frustrated. I remember asking him, why do you do that? It makes me so uncomfortable when you hit yourself. And it would stop me in my tracks because who wants to watch the person that they love inflict harm on themselves? He responded and said that it was a coping mechanism or a trauma response Um, And whenever he felt like he had done something wrong, he would hit himself because that's what his dad used to do. So he would put himself in place of his father for punishment. There would be times that Gohan would get so upset with himself that he would go into these slapping fits in which I would try to and I would have to physically try and restrain him so that he would stop hurting himself. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) because I couldn't bear to see him hurt himself. (laughs) We had originally planned to go to America together on vacation. When we arrived in the States, I found out I was pregnant and I'm 100% pro-choice, but abortion was never an option for me. I was young, but I was ready to take on the responsibilities of becoming a young mother. I sat Gohan down and I told him, listen, you don't have to do this if you don't want to and that I would do it myself. I grew up without a dad and I was raised by a single mother of four. So I had my own trauma because of that, but I didn't feel like it was fair to keep someone around if they didn't want to be. He was also young and he had his own life because we met when we were like 19 and 20. I remember him holding my hands and looking at me and saying, we're going to do this together. And we bonded over the fact that we both had um, really bad experiences with uh, uh, parents, and chose to be with each other because we loved each other, and we wanted to do better for our children. Please, sorry. Just bear with me, guys. I'm trying to get through this as smoothly as possible. Um, We had to grow up really fast. Um, We arrived in the States of June. So we arrived in the States June 18th of 2019. And after falling pregnant, we were set to get married on July 10th of 2019. Gohan legally could not work in the States for a long time because um, while he was here, we needed to get a lawyer and get that whole situation sorted. Um, So I did work like crazy when I was pregnant. Um, I would work like 60, 70 hours a week. So Monday through Friday, my schedule would be I would be at work from my first job from nine to around six. I'd leave at six, be home by like 630, take a nap, get up around like 715, get ready and head to my next job. And I'd have to be there by 8 p.m. And then I would work from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. Um, I'd leave at 5, get home by like 5.30, uh, take a nap, and then it was like a repeated cycle. And for my third job, I was working 14-hour shifts on Saturdays and Sundays, so I would work from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. on the weekends. So because I was pregnant, sometimes I had a really difficult time with things, I would have to go to the bathroom and throw up or I would get nosebleeds due to the amount of stress and heat exhaustion when I was like working in a kitchen. But I always kept going and I always told myself that I can do this much for my family. I always thought to myself, it won't be like this forever. And I looked forward to the bright future that I imagined us creating together. He referred to himself as a house slave in some parts of the video, When I met him, he didn't even know how to do his own dishes or laundry. um, And I had to teach him how to do those things. And with the extensive hours of work that I was doing, yes, he did end up doing a majority of the housework, but I always carried the weight that I could. I did change diapers. It was just that he was home more often. So naturally he was doing that kind of stuff more often. Um, And after having children, I did become very sensitive to smell. I would always want to throw up at like any unpleasant smells, but I always did my part. I just plugged my nose. Lawyer fees were expensive. We had bills to pay and saving up for a new baby and money was really tight. The morning of July 10th came around and I was excited to be marrying the man who I thought was going to be the love of my life. We were set to be married at 10 a.m. that day. We woke up around nine o'clock and I told him that I had around $20 saved and that I wanted to have a nice breakfast before going to get married. And I was like, I get 10, you get 10. He said he wanted hot Cheetos for breakfast and we ended up getting in the stupidest fight. Um, And we ended up not getting married that day. But July 17th, which was the day that we actually did end up getting married, was spontaneous and it was beautiful. Gohan and I had woken up that morning and we were having some pillow talk. And he looked at me for a long time and I kind of looked back at him and I was like, what? Then he just randomly asked me if I wanted to get married. I jokingly said, sure, when? And he got up and said, now. I looked at him with a smile on my face, half confused. And I asked, are you serious? And he was like, yeah, let's go. And I said, okay. We picked up the phone and we called the courthouse and asked if there was anybody that could marry us that day. And they said they had an opening at 11 a.m. And we said that we would take it. It was already 10 a.m. And it was like super last minute, but I called my mom and my stepdad and my best friend who were all able to be at the courthouse to witness like get married, like within the hour. And my mom and my stepdad left work to be there. Gohan was my best friend and I loved him like no other. You can't fake the type of love that I had for him. Weeks after that magical day, we hit a turning point in our relationship. August 13th of 2019, we were living at my mom's house and we had a couple of friends and family over for a gathering. Um, Across different cultures, there are different things that are seen as respectful or disrespectful. And my mom had mentioned something that he did that rubbed her the wrong way. And she wanted me to speak to him about it. Um, And I didn't want to embarrass him in front of everybody. So I told him, let's go get some napkins. We got in the car and I began the conversation. And at first he looked annoyed, but then he kind of just gave me this dead look in his eyes and it scared me. He had a Hydro flask in his hand and started repeatedly banging it on his head. I was shocked and tried to get him to stop. He jumped out of the car and ran back towards my mom's house, so I followed suit. Once he was inside, he made homicidal threats to everyone and made suicidal threats as well. He ran upstairs, and I again followed him, trying to figure out what was going on. He was in our room, packing a bag, and I asked him, babe, what's wrong? What did I do? And he came at me and said, get the fuck out of my way. And I said, talk to me. And he began repeatedly banging his head on the wall so I immediately got out of his way. He ran downstairs and outside and I had some family members that tried to catch him and try to get him to calm down. He became even more upset and hit his head on the mailbox and then proceeded to run away. Another family member suggested that we call the police based on the fact that he had made suicidal comments and banged his head on a variety of pretty hard objects and was afraid that he might have a concussion and could pass out anywhere. So the police were called, he was found and arrested. He was put on overnight suicide watch and the following day he was transferred to a psych ward for mental health evaluation. It's a 72 hour mandatory hold. I was five or six months pregnant at the time and I was scared and worried for my husband. It was through this evaluation that we were able to find out about his mental health issues and he was there diagnosed with ptsd and codependency so his hold was a 72-hour mandatory mental health evaluation they only let me see him for about an hour a day um, for those three four days uh, and i missed him a lot he was evaluated by a lot of people um, and I'm not going to lie. I in, Initially, I didn't really know anything about mental health. I didn't know anything about PTSD. I honestly thought PTSD and postpartum was the same thing. So I spent a lot of time researching and learning about it. And they even give, gave me a pamphlet and it was talking about healthier coping mechanisms for him to try out. Um, And they had also acknowledged that self-punishment was a common response to victims of childhood abuse. When he had his final evaluation, they reached out to me and told me that it was my choice to keep him in there or to take him out. They advised further evaluation, but I declined saying that I wanted my husband back. He had a prescription for some pills and he didn't like the way that they made him feel. So he didn't want to take them And I just complied and told myself that he's an adult. I can't make him do anything. And if he says he has got it, I believe he's got it. Time went on and and even though Gohan's self-harm became less frequent, it became more intense. I remember one argument we were having in the kitchen. He went and pulled out a knife and I went into fight or flight. I started talking a lot of shit. And I was like, you're gonna pull a knife out on me? And he looked at me and said, what? No, this is for me. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt myself. And I was in shock. There was another incident where I came home to my husband's face, all bruised and bloody. And I asked him what happened and he replied that he punched himself. And I know this sounds horrible, but sooner or later it just became something that was normal to me. I quite honestly became desensitized to the situation and... I didn't stop him from trying to hurt himself anymore. He became like a regular thing. He would just always hurt himself. Sorry guys, Like this is always um, the hardest part for me to talk about. We're gonna get through this. I always told myself, oh, he hits himself, but he would never hit me. On January 26th of 2020, he proved me wrong. It was a couple of weeks after I had given birth Gohan suggested that we get some drinks as it had been nine months since we were able to have a drink together. So we did. He ended up getting very drunk and he's skinny, but he's heavy. I remember trying to bring him upstairs and put him in bed. I got halfway up the stairs when Gohan stood up and looked at me In. <laughs> We're going to get through this.
0: When he woke up in the morning, he said, good morning, babe.
1: And I just stared at him. I couldn't form any sentences. I didn't know what to say. He could tell something was off, so he asked me what happened. And I said, you don't remember anything that happened last night? And he was like, no, not really. Why, did I do something wrong? So I said, you don't remember hitting me? And he said, I hit you? And I was like, yeah. He said, I briefly remember something like that, but it felt like a dream. Someone's bothering me, so I hit them, but I thought it was just a dream. And he didn't even apologize. He proceeded to make comments like, well, I bet it probably didn't hurt that bad. And that he wasn't in his right mind. And he went as far to even say that I deserved it. I grabbed Savon and I left for the whole day. And when I returned, he was on hands and knees begging for my forgiveness, saying that he would never let it happen again. And he did, in fact, remember hitting me and said that when his dad used to hit him, when he would try to call his dad out on it, he used to say things like, I don't remember. He would just brush it off by saying he didn't remember. And he said he learned deflection from his dad. All in all, I decided to stay with Belgian. I loved him, and I tried to justify the abuse by telling myself, poor Myungjin, he's just a kid who got kicked around too many times. (laughs) I wanted to help him. I believed in him, and I believed in us. In November of 2020, when I was a couple months pregnant with Sphere, it was Thanksgiving morning, and Kohan and I had woken up early to be in the kitchen to make our contribution of our dishes to our friends and family for the holidays. We were in the kitchen all morning because the house was soon to be flooded with a whole bunch of people. And my pregnant self did not want to be maneuvering around all those people. We made our food, but being as I was pregnant, I was really tired. It was around noon and guests were due around two o'clock. I told my mom I needed a nap and that I was going to head upstairs. And she asked Gohan to continue to help her to set up before the guests arrived. He followed me upstairs and said, if you're going to sleep, I'm going to sleep too. And I was like, can you please go help my mom? She asked for your help. And I said that you could join me afterwards. And he was like, no, if I can't go to sleep, you can't go to sleep. You think just because you're pregnant, you get special treatment? I'm tired too. I got in bed and I tried to ignore him. He came up to me and kept bothering me, shaking, shaking, (laughs) pinching me and trying to do anything to get me to wake up. I blocked it all out until he slapped me. I immediately got up because I was so angry. And I started yelling. And my older brother walked into the room and tried to break it up. They separated me and put me in another room. And I called one of my other brothers. um, And I was hysterical. And he was, of course, angry. And he came over and he did slap Youngjit. And I really hate this narrative that is going on about angry Black people, because in a majority of these situations, Gohan was always the aggressor. Please bear with me, guys. I'm uh, trying my hardest to get through this. Job. After some time had passed, Gohan and I went through a rough patch where we were fighting a lot and I wanted a divorce. Savan started picking up on Gohan's behaviors and would smack his head into walls when he was upset. And I was devastated with the influence that he was having on my baby. He was verbally abusive to the kids and used to shake someone out of frustration. I've always had a relationship with Myungjun's mother and little brother. I love them a lot. Every time Myungjun frustrated me, they would be my piece in the situation and help me get through a lot of stuff. Family is very important to me and seeing as how he never had closure with his parents and we were fighting a lot, I wanted to invite them over to our place um, to see Gohan heal from his past trauma and for them to meet the boys as well. So they came on a trip to America. I thought it was gonna be a lot of fun, but I ended up underestimating the amount of family trauma that they had actually had. Every day was a different fight. Gohan told me that his mom and dad didn't like me for multiple reasons which hurt my feelings because I thought at least with his mom, I had had a cool relationship. We ended up having a family meeting and he got called out and then admitted to trying to sabotage our relationship by saying, I hated my mom and dad so much that I wanted somebody to hate them as much as I did. I wanted you to hate them with me. I genuinely loved his mother and brother, and I also understand that they feel the duty to protect Melonjin just as I had. There was a situation with Savon when we were out shooting our music videos. I came home and Safir was with his grandpa, and Savan was nowhere to be found, and Melonjin's mom was sleeping on the couch. When I looked around the apartment for him, I found him underneath a pile of clothes and blankets in the office where there are lots of wires and plugs and dangers. I got really worried, but I just thought to myself, Nielsen's mom is really tired. Um, she probably needs a break. She had been watching those kids like no other. And I just thought to myself, uh, it's okay to tap out sometimes. I'll, everyone needs a break. Uh, and I would just bring them to my mom's house. So I told her I was leaving. I took Savon and I left. Later, when I told Miljen about the situation, he became very angry. And he said that he would speak to his mother about it. I told him, no, don't do it. I don't want her to get upset. But he did it anyways. And the next morning, when I saw her, she was very upset with me. She kept repeating, how could Soros be like this to her mother-in-law? And like, directly, But I didn't understand what I had done wrong. So I had ended up going out with Eugene and Myung and they were both talking saying they really didn't understand why she was upset at me either so that they were going to speak to her again. I told them that I didn't really want to be a part of the conversation and I stayed in the car and then about 10 minutes after I had gone up to the stairs uh, to the apartment and I tried opening the door and it was locked and I heard yelling from the inside. I got really worried, I started banging on the door His little brother opened the door and let me in. And they were just having a screaming match. And she said, if I can't be of any help, I'll just leave. And he said, then just go. She said, And then Myungjin responded, And I was in shock. I was like, what's going on here? I thought you guys were having a conversation so that we could fix the issue. So I tried to send everybody else away so I could just have a conversation with his mom. But Gohan's dad ended up interjecting and said, there's no need for this conversation. She wants to go. You guys can't communicate. There's too many cultural differences. Just buy our our plane tickets. And then Myungjin came and also grabbed my hand and said, they've already made up their minds. They're leaving. Let's just go. So with both parties seemingly set on one party leaving and the other party being set on letting the other party leave, I left the situation alone. When his family left, he made the decision to cut ties with them. I asked him multiple times if he was sure. He said, yes, I hate my family and hopefully now you understand why. He then proceeded to blame me and say that it was all my fault because I'm the one who wanted to invite them to the States in the first place. I felt bad and genuinely believed it was my fault as well. I was advised by a family friend to reach out to my mother-in-law and let her know why I wouldn't be able to Uh, be keeping in contact for a while, but knowing how angry Gohan could get sometimes scared me. I left the situation alone and didn't reach out to her. And that was my mistake because after speaking to her later on, she expressed that if I would have just gone up to her and gave her a hug and said, mom, please don't go, she would have stayed. I had no idea that in Korean culture, rejecting or refusing several times before finally accepting an offer is the cultural norm. So when she expressed to me that she wanted to leave, Melvin and her husband were both saying, don't even try to stop us. I just let her leave. So over the months, I thought it was really sad. Family is very important to me. And Sivan loved his grandma. I encouraged Gohan little by little to reach out to his family. I wanted to share the kids with them, be able to send grandma pictures and just be a beautiful extended family. And eventually when he did, I was happy for them. We started talking about going to Korea and where we would live and all these fun ideas for our extended family. I have no idea where this I made him cut off his family narrative is coming from, but I genuinely had love for them and we did have a good relationship. I'm just sorry. The most shocking night of our relationship was one time I had a conversation with Myungjin about moving forward where I said, you're a father of two now. We need to work on your healing and you can't keep using what your dad did to you in the past as an excuse to not change. And he became so angry, he was so upset. He was like an excuse. What do you mean an excuse? I got beat up by my own father so much. This is why I am the way that I am. He was just very angry. And when he went to bed, he was still very upset. That night in the middle of my sleep, I woke up to being slapped. Gohan had mounted me and began repeatedly slapping me, yelling at me in Korean. And he said, "Yeah, So in English that translates to, hey, you bastard, are you not going to say hello to your dad? Which was one of the instances that he told me he ended up getting beat in. He continued hitting me and I started crying and begging for him to get off of me and he wouldn't. So at that time, I will admit that I hit him back. I hit him back so that he would get off of me. Then I asked him, what the hell is wrong with you? And he told me, this is how my dad used to beat me. So don't you dare look me in the eyes ever again and tell me that what I'm doing is an excuse he says that I asked for it he then later proceeded to tell me that when he hits me that I can't hit him back and I asked him why and he said because he was abused and I don't know what it's like to be abused so I can't defend myself in that situation if I were to hit him back then I would be abusing him Leading up to the night that Gohan left on Saturday, April 9th, 2022, we went to a party with some friends. We were having a good time, but we have kids, so they have a bedtime and a schedule. Um, So when 10 o'clock rolled around, it was time for us to leave the party and go pick up the kids. Gohan proceeded to say, so we left, went and picked up the kids. And then after we got the kids, Gohan proceeded to say, I wanna take the kids to the party. And I was like, "What? a party? is no place for kids. There's gonna be people drinking, smoking, vibing. And I was like, no. And then he said, why do we have to let them ruin our lives? Um, He said, why do we have to let them hold us back from having some fun? And why can't we just take them with us to have some fun? And proceeded to ask if we could go back to the party. I was really angry at the word choice that he decided to use when he said ruin our lives. Um, But a part of me really understood where he was coming from, because being a young parent, I can understand why somebody would struggle with having the amount of responsibilities that we did, especially like at our age. Um, I felt really bad for him at the time and I caved in we went back to the party with the babies and we were there for about five to 10 minutes before I was literally like, I can't handle this anymore. This is not it. I'm going home. If you want to stay, you can find a ride home. But he was like, no, I'm going to go home with you guys. So we get in the car, we're driving home and then he starts crying and he's screaming at me. And he says that he's having a mental breakdown. I told him to relax and I tried to distract him by trying to get him to put his attention elsewhere I tried to distract him by asking him what he wanted for dinner, if he wanted sushi, if he wanted pizza. And he told me he just wanted to talk to me. So I responded that I can't talk to you when you're like this. So you like need to take five. You can come back and revisit the conversation. When I tried to revisit the conversation later, he told me he didn't want to talk about it anymore. April 10th, 2022 was the night that Gohan left. We were cuddling, watching Bridgerton We went to Walmart, he changed the air filter. He gave me a good night kiss. He said he loved me and he went to bed. I woke up around 3 a.m. and I noticed that he wasn't next to me in bed, but I just assumed that he was in the bathroom or the office or the kitchen and I didn't think too much about it. I went back to sleep. I woke up hours later and he still wasn't in bed. I checked my phone and he stopped sharing his location. My heart sank. I checked the whole apartment and he wasn't there. I went into the office and he logged me out of all of our emails and accounts. Luckily I was still logged into one of them on my phone. Um, I looked at the floor and I saw my passport. That was another red flag because I never keep my important documents like on the floor. So I checked our filing cabinets with that held all of our important documents and everything was gone. Cards, social securities, health insurance, like you name it, it was all gone. So I was hysterical at this point and I called everyone that I knew, like all of our mutual friends and they all thought I was joking. Um, my oldest brother came over to watch the kids And I was able to see in my email that he got an Airbnb out of the state. So I assumed he purchased a flight and I got in my car and went to the airport. Um, And I I ended up going to the airport with a friend. While we were at the airport, we ended up explaining the situation to an officer. Uh, I told the officer that if he wants to leave, that's fine, but I need my documents back because um, he took both mine and the boys. And then I got an alert that $10,000 in cash had been taking out of our family bank account. The officer said with the amount of money he took and with him refusing to give your documents back, if you press charges right now, we'll be able to go and arrest him. Um, and I refused to have my husband arrested and I didn't want to press charges at the time. He started a report and gave me a case number just in case I wanted to press charges later. I tried reaching out to Gohan multiple times. He didn't answer any of my calls and would only text me. When I asked him about my IDs and cards and stuff, he sent me a message saying that I should go to the bank and make a new one and that I should learn to be independent as how he learned how to be independent, even when he didn't want to be. And that's what made him stronger. The bank wouldn't even look at me without an ID. So I had to go to the DMV, borrow $20 from my mom and get one of those little paper cards so I could remove the rest of the funds from our joint bank account. We had been saving money, not only to move into our new home, but for the boys and just bills in general in there. When I called him out for taking $10,000 out of our joint account, our family account, he said that I was lucky he didn't take more. He left the three of us high and dry without any remorse. I ended up reaching out to Gohan's mom and told her everything that happened at first. Um, She was angry. Um, But then she became a little bit more sympathetic towards the end. And she started crying, stating that her husband had done similar things to her. And he would leave her alone with the kids for months to years on end without her having any idea when he was coming back. She said, if I want to love a man like Myungjin, then I would have to cry and suffer a lot. I told her about him hitting me. And she said, I feel bad for you. But my son must have went through such a traumatic experience when he was younger in order for him to be able to do something like that to you. She also stated that Savon and Safir were beautiful babies. But if Byung-jin decided not to have a relationship with his children, then she wouldn't be able to have a relationship with the boys. She said that just as Savon and Safir are precious to you, Byung-jin is precious to me. She encouraged me to reach out to Myungjin and to not escalate the situation and not refute anything that he was saying, just comply, take a break from YouTube and live quietly with the kids until he decided to make a return. Myungjin ended up going back to Korea four days after um, being gone with absolutely no contact. Uh, I couldn't do what she was trying to tell me to do. I wanted to try and show that I cared. And I said that I was hopping on a plane to Korea too. I was devastated and made an irrational decision to go to Korea so that I could at least get some sort of clarity about what happened about the situation, some closure. And I know it was stupid, but I was hoping that he would have at least been willing to meet up with me when I went to the country. I feel like normally people have time to prepare for life after a divorce or to prepare for a divorce in the in the beginning at all. I didn't have any of that. It just literally just happened. It was sprung on me and it was like, now I have to get a divorce. I was confused and I needed the answers. His mom and his little brother kept in contact with me up until the day that Gohan arrived in Korea. And then they kind of just like went ghost, but I was already on a plane there. I ended up staying in a quarantine facility. I reached out to him every day um, and he finally got... And he finally got on a phone call with me where he proceeded to berate me and ended the phone call saying that he doesn't want anything to do with me or my kids. And that I can live in America and do whatever I want to do with the babies and that he's going to live in Korea and do whatever he wants to do. He later backtracked saying that he wanted to have a relationship with the kids, just not a relationship with me. To which I said he should have handled legally like an adult. He denied the claims of cheating up until the video surfaced saying that if he didn't sleep with anyone, then it wasn't cheating. Um, As soon as that video surfaced, I knew something was bound to happen. After the video of him cheating surfaced, he tried to justify his behaviors by saying, isn't it a good thing that I cheated? Don't you think that it'll be better for my rap career? The phone calls are heavily fabricated and edited He took conversations from multiple phone calls and pieced them together. He took a lot of things out of context. For example, changing his hairstyles to appease the black community. We were in, never happened. And we were literally having a conversation about cultural appropriation and why it wasn't okay for him to do certain hairstyles. The mentioning of putting cameras in the house was literally a conversation that I was talking about for the safety of me and my kids. Gohan literally admits to coercion in a text message. He was exploiting my childhood trauma and used it against me to manipulate me into saying certain things. Uh, He made me believe that he was returning to the States for weeks. And then two days before his visa appointment, he was saying that he was gonna back out and that he wasn't gonna go at all. But if he wanted me to come back, then all I needed to say All I needed to do was admit to hurting him and say yes to his accusations, even though it never happened. He didn't care if it was the truth or not. He would say, you love me, right? You want to be with me, right? You want us to be a big, happy family, right? You want the kids to have their dad, right? then just say it, just say you abused me. Gohan literally did a voiceover in some parts of the audio as well. And if there's one thing that I will admit to is that I can definitely admit to being verbally abusive at times. And about his tattoo, I hated his tattoo. I told, it looked like Biggie Smalls. Bragged to our friends about getting it before, but everybody had kind of just thought he was joking, but he was so proud of it. And whenever we fought, he would say things like, well, at least I have you on my arm and he would give it kisses. And um, to address the situation using chopsticks for torment, Jungjin wanted to try some anal activities. And I won't go into any further detail regarding this absurd claim that I was laughing in while he begged me to stop taking photos of him during this activity. It's bewildering. The burn claim, the metal rod claim, punching himself in the balls, going outside naked. Those were all times where he was inflicting self-harm and then tried to spin the narrative that I did these. As far as the child support situation goes, I do not want nor do I need anything from Gohan. Being a parent is a full-time job. We do not always have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We do not always have to be husband and wife, but we should always be mom and dad. Gohan has made it clear that not only is he unfit, but he just doesn't care about these children. His best interests came first. And I hope to never hear the words that you love me or these kids out of your mouth ever again. This is not love. You were sinking and you tried to take me down with you, but I'm not sinking. If you drop a diamond to pick up some rocks, it doesn't mean that the diamond is going to stop shining. And I'm going to keep on shining. So all in all, if you want to support Melgen, please go ahead, do so. If you wanna continue to support me and the boys, please again, go ahead, continue to do so. The situation has been very exhausting for my mental health and I refuse to engage any further. From this point moving forward, if you wanna argue with somebody, you can argue amongst yourselves, argue with yourselves. I will no longer be addressing the situation and I will happily be moving on with my children. Um, I know this was a lot to take in. I just really appreciate you guys taking the time to, you know, watch this video if you've made it this far. Uh, I tried my best as a mother, um, as somebody who really did love Gohan to protect him from the situation, but seeing as how he wanted to go out there and make things that could have stayed private, a very, very public issue, I had to get on here and share my side of the story. And, you know, they always say there's three sides to every story, his side, her side, and the truth. Um, And it just really sucks that uh, this, everybody kind of had to be put in this position, in this situation, Um, but just moving forward
0: If you're here to support me and the boys, let's do this. You have been listening to the AMBW Podcast with your host, Vivi Delilah. Follow us on Instagram at the AMBW Podcast.